Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Locust Golden Hour podcast. My name is Christina. And I'm Alina. So this podcast is about sharing stories, advice, tips, and all things surrounding university and student life. And today we are live on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash locustlinks. And we have a special guest with us to talk about all things friendship. Matilda, would you like to introduce yourself again? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you, Christina. Hi, my name is Matilda. I'm a second year BA psychology student, and I am also the Locust 3 OCA. Yay! Yay. (laughs) We are so happy to have you here, Matilda. Um, Thank you so much for joining us, and we can't wait to have our discussion about friendship today. You know, hopefully give some advice, maybe, you know, um, but disclaimer, we obviously aren't certified to give advice, but we'll just talk about our experience. Um, Christina, do you want to start us off with our, you know, every single episode, we always have an icebreaker question. Do you want to start us off with that? Yes, for sure. So our icebreaker question for today is, what is something you've learned from a friendship? Kind of a big question. Yeah, big question. I think not necessarily from one friendship in particular, but I think overall, it's just kind of like to trust my gut. Like if something feels off, it probably is. And I should like trust myself more about like, it sounds silly, but like the vibes that someone's giving off and like what I'm feeling. Oh no, for sure. The vibes <laughs> are very much real. They are Our real. <laughs> Not silly Dude, at all. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. That I feel like that's really good. Um, especially if um, you know, you're someone who doesn't usually go with their gut, aka me. <laughs> um, I I feel like that's a good some good stuff. Um, I think personally, I'd say just like um in general like listening and like being vulnerable is really important just in any relationship so kind of being comfortable with either like just being silent and just enjoying each other's company but also being able to kind of open up and and talk and and also listen so um that's what I would say I think those friendships sometimes are like the best like when you can like sit on a call or sit in the same room and not talk but it's fine like it's not awkward silence or anything like that yeah. Um, I think for me, I'd say something I've learned from friendship, I guess friendships in general or relationships in general, is that there, if there's a conflict or something that bothers you to talk it out, um, confrontation can be really hard, especially because like I tend to be very avoidant, um, but it always makes it feel better in the end. So if you have a weird gut feeling or the vibes are off, talk about it. It's like the best thing you can do, I feel. I 100% agree. I'm I'm not someone that's afraid of confrontation, so it doesn't really bother me, but I think confronting problems head on. And also vibe check, always a vibe check. Mm -hmm. Vibe check, (laughs) always. (laughs) Alrighty, so we, that was a great icebreaker question, I feel like. Um, We did have a lot of submissions for questions from our Instagram, follow our Instagram at locuslaurier. But our first main question today is, how to maintain long distance friendships? That, that's, a, that's a tricky one. Has anyone I, had long distance friendships? Yes. Yeah. You can oh, share okay. first, Matilda, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably how to maintain long distance friendships. One thing I would say, it's definitely your mindset. Like you're not gonna see each other every day. I know I have a few friends from high school that 
I am still friends with even in my second year of university. And I think it's definitely just a mindset thing. Like you guys aren't going to talk every day and having the expectation that even you guys will talk once a week sometimes isn't realistic. Like just believing in your friendship and knowing that your friendship will remain, even if you guys don't talk for maybe two or three weeks, like knowing that you can rely or like fall back on them, I think is very important. I think that was difficult for me that I wanted to text my friends all the time, but we're all busy and we all have our different things. So I think having the expectation that you guys are still friends, even if you don't talk all the time, like it was in high school, that is totally okay. Yeah, for sure. I think like knowing that your friendship and your like love and care for each other is unconditional, even if you don't speak for a long time, right? Because like one of my, like my best friend from high school, we used to see each other every single day. She'd come over like after school, every single day, she would sleep over on school nights. Sometimes we would walk to school together the next morning. Like we were really close. Um, she goes to UBC now. So she's on the other side of the country. Uh, she's made like all of her new university friends. I have my university friends. Um, but now we're in different time zones and we were never the kind of friends that like texted every day, like throughout the day. So we've been trying to call for the past like two weeks now, but we're in different time zones with different schedules. So like the other night she tried to call me, but it was 2.30 in the morning because it was only 11.30 at night for her. Oh. Um, so like, I think even if you don't have time to talk, like check in with them and be like, I'm trying my best. Like I will make time for you and we will call and catch up. Yeah, that's that's really great. I think like just knowing things will be different and it's okay for things to be different. I think um, as you kind of grow up, like I feel like you kind of are busy, like life happens and, you know, you can't text each other all the time or FaceTime all the time. Um, I think like even just like sharing the little things that you do is is important. Just like, I don't know, sometimes I'll message my friend like I made this dinner today I'm really proud of it and I like send a picture or like sometimes I like if something big happens I like to like do a little vlog and like send her a video of, like oh my gosh this happened this week um just to kind of keep her in the loop and my best friend actually lives in different countries so um I haven't seen her for like a few years and especially with like COVID and everything and so literally I'll just try to message her and like whenever I can and even if we don't talk for days or even if um say like you can't see your friends for a long time I think just like it's just nice knowing that you know they're still there for you and um yeah I guess what Matilda said like believing in that friendship and and what you already kind of built I guess yeah friendships definitely evolve and I think that's the best way to think about it your friendship is not going to be the same forever which is totally okay everyone goes on their different life paths and sometimes friendships stay and sometimes they don't And honestly, that's what's nice about it, that both people are changing, but you still get to be friends. Like, I'm sure you don't want to have the same sort of high school relationship as you did when you're like 25. You know what I mean? So it's good that people grow and it's okay if people grow apart too, because that's life. Mm -hmm. Shall we move on to the next question? Yeah. So our next question is, how do you break the ice? Big question. (laughs) something I'm not good at (laughs) um I think like always I don't know I guess my default is like I just introducing yourself and just like just knowing usually like people are in the same boat I would say like that's kind of comforting maybe ask them a question of like you know even simple like small talk I guess getting used to that but 
usually sometimes I'll try to like talk about what's happening so like if it was yeah. in class like okay obviously like don't clock, talk in class but if you had the chance it'd be like hey like I'm Lena like whatever introduce yourself and then like do you know do you know what's going on and then and maybe they'll be like yeah I do and then you can like I don't know but then usually it goes yeah I have no idea what's going on it's like same and then you start talking <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so like you can or you can just make a comment of like what's going on I don't know at, at an event or like whatever is happening I think that's kind of what like if something's like relatable um I don't know I feel like that can hopefully help break the ice but again I'm not very good at that <laughs> it's like the default like oh it's so nice today the sun is out <laughs> and then you start talking like that yeah <laughs> the small talk like what I like to do is sometimes I say some weird joke that's like my sense of humor. Like if I see it, like it emerges in the situation. Cause then if they respond in a similar way, I'm like, oh, I can be friends with this person. We have the same sort of sense of humor. So I say something weird. And if it's re- like reciprocated, then we're good. <laughs> your, your vibe check. Yeah, your, that's your the vibe, vibe check. check. <laughs> I check the vibes. I think, I think that's a actually a great way to do it I've never actually <laughs> thought about that but I agree with Lena the most reassuring thing you could hear is yeah I don't know what's going on either and that's just like an instant connection um I would probably say like once you've kind of established that like once you've spoken I think definitely asking people to hang out in groups is easiest because then there's no pressure like if you guys don't vibe as much as you thought you would there's like other people to fall back on especially if you have mutual friends or like mutual people in that class I think asking people to hang out in groups is definitely the best way to go. Because if it doesn't work out, it's not as like awkward or uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's a good a good thing with like going out as a group, I don't know, to do an activity or something or to an event. Just remember, at least it's not as awkward as a first date. So you're fine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question, unless we have any more comments about that. Also, also, I want to remind people in chat that you can ask us questions as well. We're keeping an eye on the chat. So if you have an emergent question about friendships, let us know and we'll talk about it too. Or let us know your input because we want to hear that too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Our next question is, what is your ultimate comfort food? Matilda? Um, I would say I am very fortunate that my mom still brings me like meals sometimes when she comes down to visit. So I would say probably when she makes her homemade mac and cheese, shout out to my mother. It is very good. And yeah, that's probably my ultimate comfort food. Oh, that's so sweet. I love, I love when my parents visit me and bring food. Like there's nothing (laughs) as a university student, nothing compares to food at home. Or like if you go Mm -hmm. home and they prepare you a meal, that's true love right there. Like that is amazing. Um, That just reminded me of um, my grandma makes this really bomb like egg drop soup. And like, I always ask her to make it when I visit her. Um, And that's just like the ultimate comfort food. It makes my heart warm. Like just a nice warm bowl of soup. Good soup. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good soup. <laughs> Mine is also a, like a dish made by a family member. My dad makes really good pork adobo. Adobo is a Filipino food. Um, I don't know what's in it because I don't know how to cook it. But there's like soy sauce and 
vinegar. I don't know what else is in it, but my dad makes it the best that I've like ever had. So that's my comfort food. Just adobo, rice, maybe steamed broccoli or some sort of vegetable. That's my Sounds like a good food. meal. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel so basic with my answer. You guys are coming out with all these great <laughs> answers. I'm like mac and cheese, the most basic one ever. Mac and no, cheese that's amazing. Your mom's mac and cheese. Like I, I feel like I need to try this. Like it must be really, really good. You know, it's, so it's pretty good. <laughs> mom's home cooking is the best. <laughs> Definitely is. Shall we move on to our next question? Yeah. Sounds good. So our next question is: What is your favorite life hack? Maybe you saw this on. TikTok, Instagram, or like something that was passed down from your family members? Uh, I don't really have a life. I don't know if this is a life hack or more of like, this is just what I do and it makes my life easier, but it's not really like a hack. That's okay. Yeah. I just always make sure to squeeze my toothpaste from the bottom. (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) Because most people squeeze from the top and then you have to like end up pushing all your toothpaste to the top when you're getting a toothpaste so I just always push her on the bottom to begin with <laughs> very specific Interesting. that's the first I, thing I thought of <laughs> I have never even thought of that I think I always squeeze from the top but yeah me too. maybe I'll start squeezing from the bottom <laughs> Christina told me so I'll start doing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's your one takeaway from this podcast episode. yeah <laughs> what about you Matilda um I don't know if this is necessarily like a life hack but if you want like something like the next day, like food wise, make it the night before. Like if I want, if I know I want a tea, like the next day, I'll make like a tea and put it in the fridge. Cause I prefer like iced tea. So like it's there and I don't have to worry about like making it in the morning. I don't know if that's a life hack or just like a habit that I've picked up. I think that's good a good life hack, you know, good habit. Just like prepare in advance and then you don't have to like go through the whole process you got it right away when you wake up right yeah that's a good life hack um for me one that I saw on TikTok revolutionary y'all revolutionary so if you like had like pasta or something that maybe like stained your container if you like put dish soap and then like with water and then put a paper towel in it and then like like shake it the stains like I don't know absorb I don't know the science behind it it just it just cleans it better like you know how like when you wash like you've had pasta and you wash it and then you have to like wash it like twice kind of because like the residue or whatever and like stains this life hack changed my life life changing I swear y'all need to try it that's all that's it (laughs) I've heard about it but like I've never tried it I thought it was like like a like a joke or something. I was like, there's no way that works. It's just a little piece of paper towel, but it it's works. Real. It works. I tried it. It works. I'm, I'm gonna hold you to that, Lena. I'm gonna. Try I hope. It. It, I'm scared. I hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for me. It works for me. So try it. Let me know. <laughs> we'll see. I'll hold you to that. I have a few that I have a few wares that need washing. So okay. <laughs> I thought of another life hack. Now that you mentioned like paper towel. Um, if I'm warming up rice that's been in the fridge, um, I wet a paper towel and I put it on top and then I microwave it and it makes the rice soft. I don't know if that's like just a thing people know, but that's what I do. I've seen, um, do you remember when that salmon rice thing went popular on TikTok? That's what I was going to say. The ice thing, right? She built an ice cube and parchment paper. But like when I saw that, I was like, oh, I've always just done a wet paper towel. So 
guess those two are rice life hacks. <laughs> it's probably the moisture of the water or something. Yeah. Science. Science people, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's probably some weird science behind it. Like the ice doesn't melt and I don't understand why. That freaks me out. Isn't that unnatural? I don't know. How long do you microwave it for though? Does it depend? Would, think... would it melt if, it, if you warm it up longer? I have no idea. I don't think she specifies in the TikTok that I saw. I put everything in for a minute. So, <laughs> so if a minute's too long, then oops. <laughs> Always a minute is the benchmark and then you go up or down. Or I guess you can't go down, but like you go up. Yes, yes. I click add 30 seconds twice. Literally, yeah. Or I type in 60 instead of like one, zero, zero. One less button click. <laughs> um, so our next question is, did you stay friends with your friends from high school? I stayed in touch with some of them. Like um, not, not everybody, but like I had more like acquaintances in high school than like close, close friends, but I stayed in touch with my close friends. Like some of them. I, I play games with or like my friend that I said was in BC I like made sure to stay in touch with her sometimes we do the occasional like reply to each other's story on Instagram or something like that but yeah I stayed in touch with my high school friends mm-hmm. yeah me too like my close friends I definitely still talk to like a lot um but I also had kind of I feel like I had a small circle like I wasn't like yeah I feel like you know a lot of people but yeah my close friends I definitely stayed friends with them um just because I chose to but I feel like if you don't if you choose not to like that's not an issue at all um but yeah if you want to stay friends with someone obviously that's kind of like um the effort and communication that you have to kind of go through because obviously maybe you're not at the same university or um maybe you are and and you I don't know (laughs) so um yeah I think if you choose not to that's cool but yeah I definitely did stay friends with some of them yeah, I kind of had a different experience. I th- think I had a pretty big circle, like towards the end of grade 11, early grade 12. But then obviously I was in grade 12 when the pandemic hit. And it definitely showed you like who your like true friends were. Not to say there, there was anything wrong with the friends I was friends with prior, but it truly showed you like who you actually wanted to stay in touch with when you don't see each other every day. So I would say the people that I remained friends with throughout the pandemic through the end of high school, I definitely stayed in touch with throughout university. There's probably about three or four friends that I like talk to. And those are the friends that I've known since childhood. So maybe those are the friendships that are meant to be for the rest of my life, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when the pandemic hit, that's when you knew like the people who would check up on you or just message you like, those were (laughs) your true friends. Um, Yeah, I guess that really, really changed things. I have an, uh, our next question, which is controversial if we're ready to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here it is. Chat can also tell us their opinions. Oh, no. Is <laughs> water wet? Is water wet? Should we go three, two, one and then say it at the same time? Okay. Like uh, the three of us and then also the chat? Oh, no. I don't even know if I have an answer. Are we not going to be friends after this? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wait, has everyone, think of your answer, and then let me know when you're ready. I don't really have a definite answer, but I'll say one. Say you're, like, more leaning towards, okay? Okay. Ready? 
three, two, one, no. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wait, I need I need an explanation. I don't actually know for sure, but <laughs> Milesh in the chat says Lena in all caps. Uh, I don't know whether he agrees or disagrees. He definitely yeah. is roasting me. He's definitely I always have the I always have the like odd like answer. So wait, I want to hear your opinion and, and maybe chat as well. I don't know if, if you all agree. Well, uh, yeah. well, water is wet because it makes things wet. That, <laughs> That's fair. That is literally my argument. I am not a scientist at, in the slightest, but to make something wet, it has to be wet itself. No. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't it's really- like a liquid. It's like, can water be itself wet though? Like it's the thing that makes things wet. Well, if you, I mean, yeah, I guess you get into the argument of that, but I still lie on that if it makes things wet, it's wet itself. Okay, I heard an argument from like Lena's side, like water's not wet. The argument was sand is dry, but sand, wait. Huh? I don't even know if I got this right. But heard someone say something about how sand is dry, but it doesn't make other things dry or something like that. Like, is fire hot? Wait, no, wait. wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wait, I, don't know, Lena, I don't know, Lena, why don't you touch it? <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to, I was, I was trying to be like, it's not the same. It's not the same. Sorry. <laughs> well, that, that kind of goes by the same logic, no? If you touch fire, it's hot. If you yeah. touch water, it's wet. I think they're, I feel like it's different. Fire but... is like an element. Okay, wait, maybe maybe it is the same. Isn't water an element? Am I wrong? Oh, wait, I mean, sorry. I mean, like, I, I was thinking of, like, gas, liquid, solid, and then how fire oh. is something else. Oh. That's what I was thinking of. I'm thinking uh. about grade seven science right now. I see the classroom <laughs> in my head. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can see where you're coming from though so maybe you've changed I wasn't very like concrete I had no backup it was just like the first thing that popped into my mind was like no question mark so um I guess I proved myself wrong by saying is fire hot um <laughs> clearly I just made a fool of myself today yeah. but um I guess we're still discovering so let us know in the in the chat what you think it looks like Milesh thinks that fi fire fire I'm saying fire is wet. Water is wet because he was disagreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm but, curious to see what people think, but we can move on while while people are typing in their answer. <laughs> yes, yes, let us know. Um, our next question: What does friendship mean to you? Another deep question. <laughs> hmm, that's a big one. Yeah, very philosophical. Yeah, what is the definition of friendship? What does it mean to you? Wow, that's a great question. I think like a good true friendship involves like real care, like you feel care and love for somebody and there's no judgment. Like yeah. if somebody is telling you something, like they're confiding in you, they're, they want advice or they just want a listening ear and like, I feel like a good true friend would not judge them, but just listen because they care for them. Yeah, yeah, I think that I, yeah, I agree with the no judgment thing. I think like adding on to that, maybe like someone that 
will tell you the truth like no matter what like even if it's tough to hear in like a situation like if you're telling your friends about a situation and you are clearly in the wrong but you can't see it that they're there to support you but also guide you in the right direction and not like just let you um keep thinking in your own ways yeah good, good tough love yeah mm, tough love yeah I think like even like Matilda you kind of mentioned like that trustworthiness and like being able to confide in someone and I guess having someone there you know that bond where it's like even if you're not with them like having that connection or just knowing that someone's there for you I think means a lot um I guess in in a friendship just knowing someone's there for you you know yeah it's nice feeling like someone's got your back yeah feeling that bond or connection and knowing it's always there even if the person isn't like physically present with you um, so our next question is would you rather be an expert expert in one thing or decent at many things oh so like a jack of all trades wait yeah jack yeah. of all trades right a jack of all trades or a like just an absolute expert and yeah. pro at something I like doing a lot of different things I don't know like it's this is my dilemma though it's like if you're just decent at so many different things you're not you're actually good at any of them so it's like what but then like I don't know I like trying a lot of different things so that's kind of where where I would say like probably decent at many things just because I like I guess learn the learning process or like um that whole like it's new and you have to like go through like all the struggle of learning something so I would say pretty good at many things I would say or decent sorry I can think of the pros and cons of both like I think if I was an expert at one thing that's like the thing I could be known for maybe the thing I could get famous for career get rich I don't know it's where my mind's going (laughs) but also like my bad trait I guess I would say about myself is that if I'm not immediately good at something I don't want to do it so I might benefit from being good at many things oh interesting that's that's an interesting perspective my own ego (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think I'm gonna have to stray away on this one and I say I would rather be an expert in one thing because you know you see those like TikToks where people are like really good gymnasts or like really good at that I'm like wow like I wish I could do something like that like I think being an expert in something like really cool Mm-hmm. would be like nice because I don't know I'm not really an expert in anything that like performance like wise or anything like that that you can like maybe compete with or something so I think that would be it would be kind of cool yeah I feel like that's too, totally fair like I mean what are we gonna do when we're when we're good at, <laughs> at like the little things you know it's like you can't really do much with that but yeah I mean I feel like both are, are very valid and I guess they both have their pros and cons. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I just be an expert at everything? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the question, Christina. <laughs> All right, next question. Um, have you ever had a friendship breakup or lost a friend? And how do you move on from that? Yeah. I... I've lost friends, I think, like, from, I guess, like, the forces of nature of, like, moving away, or, like, we lost touch, like, I don't know, I feel like 
losing touch with someone is kind of a common thing I don't think I've ever like ended things like badly on like a, a, a bad like a bad friendship breakup kind of thing um but obviously those hurt I feel like friendship breakups probably hurt more than like I don't know a romantic relationship or anything but um I think time kind of heals things like I don't know just like hopefully if you end things on on good terms it's like knowing like wishing the best for them and and you know everyone's going their own path and everything so I guess coming to terms with that and and hopefully being happy for them I'm, I'm not really too sure I guess how how you would move on but I think time takes time to heal things yeah I think like as long as like it didn't end in some sort of drama way there wasn't any hard feelings like you were friends and you loved and cared for them at some point right so like hopefully like you wish what's best for them even if that doesn't even if that means you don't continue your friendship and you're not in their life anymore you always wish the best for them at some point so that doesn't have to stop right yeah I think I think I have a different perspective from this I think the majority of my friendship breakups have been like blow-ups like not necessarily like good ones Mm-hmm. um without getting too much into it because it's all in the past <laughs> now and it's like totally fine now but I think if you have a friendship that you were really close to them and there was maybe an issue that you couldn't move past or there was drama or another person got in the way like I know three trio friendships never work out especially in high school oh. um so- <laughs> I feel you with that one <laughs> Boy, I am- me and a, me and my thinking of my trio friendships right now. <laughs> maybe in maybe in my personal experience, but what I think, um, how you move on from it, I think just relying on those that you know will truly truly support you, and that doesn't necessarily mean talking bad about the friend that kind of you think did you wrong, or if you have mutual friends, just kind of relying on them and not necessarily bringing in the drama like I know from personal experience when I've had a friendship breakup I've had mutual friends that have been caught in the middle and I think just relying on that friend without dragging them into it is probably the best way to handle it um if you're ever in a situation where you're moving on from a friendship and you're kind of by yourself I definitely have been in that situation and I think just like relying on family family will always be there and even your neighborhood, I've been very fortunate to live in a great neighborhood where all my neighbors are super friendly. So I think just finding someone that you can rely on, like no matter what, um, is definitely the best way to go about it. Not to get like too sad, like everything's cool now, but like, yeah, friendship blowups do suck. And I think they're probably one of the worst things, especially in high school. Everything's tougher in high school because you're all in one ecosystem together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank, thanks for sharing, Matilda. I know, like, thank you for being vulnerable and, and sharing that advice because, you know, people go through this and, and you might, maybe someone listening might be going through this as well. So um, great advice and, and thank you for sharing that. So we will move on to our next question then. Um, our next question is, is there a language you would like to learn? Yes, all of them. <laughs> I mean if I had to choose I would say Tagalog because that's the Filipino like the main Filipino dialect um and I don't know it and I'm Filipino (laughs) like I can kind of understand some words and then like 
if it's like taglish like english and tagalog and out context then i know what's going on but otherwise i can't speak it and i only know some words so i want to be able to know what all my cousins and aunts and uncles are talking about and not be the only one being there like what did they say <laughs> like at every family party so yeah tagalog is my answer I, I probably have a boring answer. Mine would probably be French. I was never good at it in high school and never stuck with it. And I might get controversial for a second. Sorry for everyone in the chat, but I am a Montreal Canadiens fan. So I feel like if I wanted, like I've been to the games and like they speak a ton of French. So I feel like I would like to understand it. And so I can watch like the interviews that are solely in French. <laughs> I feel like that's my motivation. That's Matilda's motivation. That I think that's a great motivation. And you should totally learn French. <laughs> Honestly, what you could do is watch those interviews in French to learn. Mm. Just have the English captions on so you can start matching words. Smart. Yeah, yeah oh, the cool. more the more you watch, right? I feel like the more you watch with like content, if it's like English, you kind of pick up like, oh, this word is this, this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A friend, the friend that actually lives in BC that I, I keep mentioning, she knows a lot of languages and she like just like learned them throughout high school and whatever. So what she does is like her phone is in French. So that's like, what my friend does. That's yeah, what I, so she, I did that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so so like she has it everywhere because you gotta keep continue practicing, you know. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. fair. You can, I mean, you can always pick up a language whenever it, it might be a bit harder, but like definitely, I guess like there's always room to learn a new language. So, yeah. Yeah. We've got someone in the chat that says, no, or you could be a fan of an English speaking team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I cheer for the best team in the league. My apologies. Oh, so funny. So funny. This episode's I... going to get flagged. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I had my phone in French, I would just get frustrated all the time because I yeah. wouldn't understand anything. <laughs> well, you need to you need to learn the language before you do that, right, Matilda? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> like Matilda just starts putting her phone in French and like doesn't know any of the words and starts clicking things. <laughs> I yeah, I don't think that would be the best case scenario, but yeah, I think that's a good idea though. Once you learn a little bit. Um, <laughs> Kayla said she'd uh, teach you French, so oh, thank you. Yeah, Kayla Matilda will be learning French together. Um, <laughs> we love that. Um, I think I learned like ASL. I'm like interested in that. I feel like you know, um, it's definitely useful and yes. it's just really interesting to me. So I think that would be really cool. I learned a little bit after watching Switched at Birth. Oh yeah. <laughs> What can and you then, teach us? Um, oh boy. Um, I know the alphabet and how to say like, hi, my name is, and then you spell it out. Mm -hmm. And then Ooh. how do you say, I forget how you say nice. Something like this. Nice to meet you. This is neat. Very nice. Aw, love that. There was actually uh, an ASL workshop that I went to in first year. That was like, they probably offer it like, on the Waterloo campus as well, I assume, because it was, it was at the Brantford campus. Um, it was like from seven to nine one night, and then I just went for fun, and I learned like um, different titles you can call people or like relationships, like how to say sister, brother, mother, all that kind of stuff. That's, That's so cool. cool. 
there's a lot of YouTube videos on it too because it's not like you really have to work on like pronunciation you know yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. I used to know the alphabet I don't anymore sadly I didn't keep up with it but um our next question is what is something you always need to remind yourself to do everything (laughs) (laughs) I just everything um no I'm kidding well not really Mm, drink water (laughs) that's a good one everyone take a sip of water right now (laughs) I don't have water no Matilda I'm just kidding um drink water and then I also set alarms for like literally everything like if I need to go to class I have alarms in like that are weekly that I have to set because I can't remember especially with everything online um so yeah (laughs) I'm trying to think about what I need to remind myself to do sometimes eat because <laughs> like it, I forget that I'm hungry or sometimes I don't feel hungry even if I haven't had a meal I yeah. remind myself to eat I don't know you can go I'll keep thinking <laughs> um mine's probably like a deeper answer it's not necessarily like something like physical probably just to be like nicer to myself like I tend to be pretty hard on myself like academically and like sometimes you just need to take a step back and it's like you're doing the best you can and everything's going to be all right. So I think that's something I always need to remind myself to do because I think it's easy to get caught in like a rut of like you think you're not like go to classes or something. Yeah, you Good. need to remind yourself to be kind because I feel like everyone is their harshest critic, you know, um, that voice in your head that is so mean, so mean, <laughs> but um yeah, be kind to yourselves. I that was a really good answer. I like that one. I actually thought of <clears throat> something that I have to remind myself to do. Since we're on like the topic of friendship, I have to remind myself to text back my friends. Sometimes I write it in my to-do list, like in my notebook to-do list. I'm like, text back, blah, blah, blah. Because sometimes, you know, I read the message and then I'll like I'll reply to it when I can, but then that means the notification is gone. Mm-hmm yeah so I, I have to remind myself so sometimes I tell my friends like if I haven't responded to you in two weeks it's not because I hate you it's because I forgot to write it down to be honest <laughs> my life is scheduled now <laughs> anybody have anything else to add um, oh look people relate to me in chat glad I'm not the only one <laughs> I, I 100% relate I literally texted one of my friends back today who goes to mcgill and she texted me on thursday and i read it and i didn't respond and i just texted her i was like oh my goodness i'm so sorry i thought i responded so i'm definitely guilty it definitely happens a lot it's no you're not alone <laughs> the chat says um uh, feel like phones need that flag for follow-up button like emails yep please like text apple y'all hearing this Google? <laughs> android <laughs> everybody please we need it (laughs) all right our next question is what's your skincare routine this is cute I like this question oh wow (laughs) Wow. is it is it bad to say I don't I mean you can probably tell I'm bad to say I don't have one like your skin looks fine your skin looks good I just wash my face every like every night and that's kind of it like it's nothing too um too complicated is there something you use to wash your face a product (laughs) <laughs> yeah a little I wish I had like, a, a camera 
<laughs> I, my skin is like super sensitive. So I use Sunkin. It's like an Australian, like natural brand. My mom is Australian. So she like likes it and she used it like growing up. Nice. How are yeah. you doing Um, I feel like my skincare routine is kind of elaborate, but I still break out, which is frustrating to me. Maybe I should just go back to the basics, but um, I don't know. I just wash my face. I put like acne cream if, I have, if I'm like, you know, pimples are popping up. Um, and then I do have a few serums, but it depends on the day. You know, sometimes I have like use rosehip oil that usually helps with like red, redness with like acne or like, I don't know if y'all heard of like niacinamide. I don't want to use that. Out. I don't want to kick out <laughs> all my skincare, but I do use like toner sometimes. Like I do have an elaborate skincare, but I won't bore you with it. Um, and then I finish off with moisturizer. <laughs> But it, I feel like skincare for me is very like soothing, therapeutic, like the whole like wind down process. I don't even wear makeup, but um, I feel like it's just like nice to kind of feel like I'm cleaning my skin, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, <laughs> Sorry. I can't. Um, you're good. You're good. Um, I can't go to bed without doing my skincare because I just I feel like I need to be nice and clean and like I can't start my day unless I like wash my face. Same with like brushing teeth morning and night, you know. So I'm like, guilty. I will fall asleep without washing my face. <laughs> Please continue, Christina. <laughs> um, I also use nine set of mine. I use it at night. I don't even know what it's supposed to do. I just went to in square one. There's like ordinary, the ordinary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that little tiny shop, like the normal beauty company. I forget what it's called. Yeah. I, just, I told the lady, I was like, this is my skin condition. And she was like, okay. I don't know if you just heard the pots crashing downstairs. <laughs> um, she was like, use this. And I was like, I'm sold. It's five bucks. So um, I just use like a toner, the nine of mine. And then I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. And then a moisturizer. And that's at night. In the morning, it's just moisturizer and sunscreen. You got to use sunscreen. Sunscreens are your age. Yeah. Keep yourself looking young. I'm guilty. Sometimes when I'm lazy, I don't put sunscreen on but that's what I need to remind myself to do put sunscreen on (laughs) and like whiteboard marker on your mirror oh if there's something in the morning that you want to remind yourself or a nice affirmation write it on your mirror in your bathroom in the morning that's a good one (laughs) I like that I like that a lot with sticky notes or something yeah we have people in the chat saying we love the ordinary you guys you guys are gonna teach me I feel I feel lost. All these serums you guys are gonna your ways. We'll show you. I feel like just like some water is good. I mm. feel like I might go overboard sometimes. I feel like okay, literally some people like just wash their face with water and like their skin's so clear. And I'm like, how? How? Keep, keep in mind at our age too, a lot of it's hormonal. So even if we do do a whole elaborate skincare routine, we might still have acne and stuff, which is fine. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Shall we move on to our next question? Let's go for it. Sounds good. Sounds good. What is our best movie villain, in your opinion? I 100%, as soon as I saw this question, I was like, 100%, Mother Gothel from Tangled. Oh. 100%. I get, I love the movie Tangled, and I think she is a very funny villain. And nothing too, like, serious. 
That's a good answer. She did have a good song. <laughs> Mother knows best. I'd say I don't have a favorite or like best movie villain, but if you know the show Jane the Virgin, mm-hmm. I like I like Rose. I feel like she's a very interesting villain. She's an interesting character. That was a crazy show. I crazy. I'm not done what I started watching it, but it's very well, it is a telenovela, but like I like never watch something like that. So like I was just like trying to follow along. Spoilers, but like yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, I gave up on Jane the Virgin. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't it. do this. I watched it like three times. <laughs> like all all the yeah. seasons? Yeah. Isn't it long? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the kind of person that rewatches instead of watching new things. If I know I like something, I'll watch it again. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I also gave up on it, Matilda, so. Maybe I, Christina really likes it, so maybe I should give it another try. Maybe. <laughs> Who do you um, think is the best movie villain? In, I guess, a show for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I mean, the Pontiac Bandit, he's not really oh. a villain, yes. but I love their dynamic. Um, and Jake, it's just funny, like, he's not, he's not a villain. He's not a villain at all. Like, they don't even make him, like, a villain, but it's just funny, because, like, I don't know, because he's... They're technically, I guess, not supposed to be friends, but um, yeah, I think it's funny. I seen it. 100% agree with that. Christina, you should watch it. I've seen clips of Brooklyn Nine-Nine before. I think it's fun. Like, people usually like it. I feel like, you know, when they watch, like, The Office, Friends, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's kind of in that, you know, yeah. realm. Yeah. On that track, I also liked, what was her name? The blonde lady in that show. She was also funny. Blonde. The one that hates Hulk. Oh, the is it Wench? Like yeah, I, something like that. Something like that. I like her too. She's they would always call. Yeah, they would always call her something like Wench sandwich or I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> something weird. And then yeah, that wench. was much. That was okay. That was really. It was really funny because that whole like storyline and then like mm-hmm. when that happened and like yeah. No spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. <laughs> Chat says Doug Judy. Oh, yes, Doug Judy. yes. I don't know what that is. Pontiac. Um, the Pontiac. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I 100% agree. Chat. Our next question is what is your most used emoji? Do I check? Pulling up, pulling up my, <laughs> my phone right now. Let's see. I think, I think mine is the. Oh, it's just the heart. <laughs> Which color? Red. And the next one is the the like the cute pleading face emoji. Is it the the like the uwu face? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So Mine's nice. also the heart. Matilda, what's your number one? Mine, my two top ones are like the star eyes. Ooh, yes. And yes. then and then the like smiley face, but it's like upside down. Oh, uh, oh. That one has the vibes of that one. That one's interesting. Wait, what? How do you use that one? Because I feel like some people might use that in in different situations. Upside down, smiling. I feel like I don't know why it's my second. I don't. I feel like I don't use it a lot. But like, if I'm like, let's say I've had like a rough morning, I'm like texting my friend. I'm like, this morning's going great, and then the upside down smiley face. Oh, okay. So like kind of sarcastic, like. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but it has a sound in my head. Yeah, you know, the feeling has a sound to it. It's like how like a bunch of question marks has a sound in my head when I read it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. 
that's no that's fair I feel like I used the star one like ironically and now I've just started using it all the time because I actually like it now the nice. the star the star yeah <laughs> I like I feel like that one's nice because you know people usually use the heart eyes but like now it's like okay. the era of the star eyes you know you can use it in so many different situations exactly you can use it sarcastically to mean like actually like oh my god this is so great yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll move on to our next question, but I think we should like try to rapid fire a little bit since it's like reaching the end of our time. We've been talking for almost an hour already. It's a fun conversation. <laughs> All right, our next question is, how do you know your place with friends and what you mean to them? Ooh. Maybe this is a hard question to rapid fire. <laughs> my, my first gut instinct, my favorite way to do it is like, it's, it's not like, I feel like if you are with someone else and you're like, oh, this is my friend, like blank. And if they don't say anything or they like smile, you know your friends. <laughs> but then what? Well, how do you know that if you're not friends? I feel like you just if I feel like you just assume. I feel like it's vibes, once again. Yeah, no, I think I feel like, you know, the title of friend isn't doesn't have to be like sacred. It's like I feel like the threshold of being someone's friend isn't like you meet twice and then and then you become someone's friend, or like mm-hmm. you have to meet like you have to really develop a really like a I don't know a really great bond or something it's like it's not that serious but also I feel like people will show that they care about you and like it's also not I feel like it's not really your place to like you put yourself out there and then if they like kind of receive it like that's their own thing kind of like um I don't know it's like try not to I don't I don't want to say like try not to think about it but like at the same time it's like you never will know like what you mean someone but also like uh, I don't even know what I'm saying but I, I kind of get what you're saying yeah I don't know it's just kind of like you'll know if you know hopefully you know what I mean <laughs> I think for me I would answer this question and say like um how do you know your close friends like when you feel like you can confide in them and they feel safe to confide in you as well mm-hmm. I think that's how you know that you like care for each other at least from yeah. that standpoint for sure. Um, next rapid fire question. What is the best way to cheer up a friend um, or be there for them during a tough time? Depends. Depends on the friend. Because some friends, like you, the best way to cheer them up is giving them space. But other friends, the best way to cheer them up is like hanging out with them or not talking about it. And then other friends, the best way to cheer them up is like talking it out and giving them support and advice. So I feel like it depends. So I think the best way is to just know them as a person. Period. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Do fish ever get thirsty? I hate this. (laughs) Wait, three, two, one. Are we going to do three, two, one? Okay, let's do three, two, one. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. No. No. Okay. 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 Good. Do we leave it at that? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, what is an important characteristic or quality to have in a friendship? Trust. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think in any relationship, right? Yeah. Trust. Any, in anything you do, trust is important. Exactly. Okay. Next one. What made you smile today? (laughs) This podcast. (gasps) (laughs) I've been like smiling the whole time. Like my cheeks kind of hurt. Same. Oh my gosh. (laughs) um Matilda um 
probably CO, Community Outreach, for the First Year Leadership Program, did a booth today, Candy for Change, and that made me smile because it went really well. Oh, I'm so glad. We're so happy for you. Um, That's amazing. Um, What made me smile? The Locust Weekly emails. I really like them. They're funny um, and they're great. Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) What is the most recent show or movie you've watched? I wrote my answer down here. I watched the show Dash and Lily and it's cringy. It's fun. It's teen thingy, but that's all. It's cute. It's a cute show. It's a feel-good cute show. Yes. I, I would. <laughs> yeah, you should. My answer, I'm currently watching it right now, but season 41 of Survivor. I've been watching Survivor forever, and I love it. 41. 41. What many. the heck? <laughs> I'm currently watching Grey's Anatomy. I started watching it in, like, May or June. I'm on season 13 now. Wow. There's a lot of lows. <laughs> <laughs> all right next question do you believe in second chances though no. yes yeah depends actually on the situation depends. yeah because like some things maybe they it doesn't deserve a second chance I don't I don't know if deserves the right word but um yeah I think it depends but I do think I, people can change and we should be accepting of that change too agree um, yeah I think I believe in forgiveness, but not like forgetting. Like, I think you should always mm-hmm. remember where you come from, especially in friendships. Like if someone is doing something over and over that they've constantly apologized for, I think it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so our next question is, what are red flags in a friendship? Ooh, manipulation. Like if you see like signs of like, mm-hmm. they're trying to like make you do something and or like boundaries, like crossing boundaries. When they talk bad about other people to you, because that makes you think like, do they talk bad about me to other people then? Plus I just don't want to be part of that kind of gossip. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Fair fair enough. I think I have, I've been thinking about this because I was like, I need a good answer for this. But I think I have three like quick ones. Like if you feel drained after hanging out with them more than you feel energized, that's definitely like, instinctual if they don't ever want to celebrate your wins they only want to ever talk about theirs so if you have a really good thing but they're like oh I did better on my midterm it's like okay that's great um also um looking at how they treat their loved ones in their life if they treat their parents or siblings or close friends or even your close friends with disrespect chances are they will treat you with disrespect further down the line as well so those are my Three big ones. Those are so good. You're amazing. Oh my goodness. Wow, that was so great. I think that applies to any relationship in your life. Mm -hmm. I will look out for those now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I guess I'm asking the next question question as well. Um, Do you like to cook? If so, what is your go-to meal to make? I can't cook. That's my answer. Same, same high five, Matilda. <laughs> I kind of can, but I don't want to, nor do I want anyone else to eat my food because it's like good enough for my standards, but I don't want to do that to someone else. You know? I feel like it's fun, except cleaning up kind of is a struggle, but like I usually make like rice with some vegetables and like a protein. That's like my go-to meal. Yeah, fried rice is my go-to. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay, next question. What is your favorite candle scent? Ooh. 
like a warm vanilla caramel kind of thing. I want it to smell like a bakery. <laughs> like sweet. Controversial. I don't like candles, so I don't have an answer. Oh, that's fair. That's I fair. Have like 20 candles in my room right now. <laughs> I I prefer a diffuser to a candle, like essential oils. Uh, that's good also. Yeah. Um I like the fresh, fresh smells, like I don't know, fruity or like just not too artificial, I'd say. Nice. Oh, ones that make your room smell clean. Yeah. Those are good ones. I had one that's uh, it was like fresh linen or something and it smelled like laundry. Oh, that <laughs> smell. Yes. <laughs> okay, next question. When did you find out Santa wasn't real? Wait, he's he's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> it's real and I live by that. Next question. <laughs> Wait, can I actually tell like a quick story? Yeah, go for it. I never grew up with like Santa or Easter Bunny or Tooth Fairy or anything like that. Like from the get-go when I was young, my parents were like, yeah, no, don't expect more gifts. Don't expect money under your pillow. Like we're not doing that. And then I didn't know any better. So I was that annoying kid that was like, you think Santa's real? When I was like six, it was terrible. I was like, and one of my friends was like, I sent him a letter and he wrote back and I was like, if that was your mom. <laughs> I was terrible. You were that was, kid. That's okay. Terrible just because my parents didn't want to buy me that gift. Honestly, that's okay. I feel like, you know, maybe learning early it's just maybe for the better, perhaps. <laughs> I found I found um presents in my mom's closet, so I don't know how old I was. <laughs> And until this is Santa's still real. <laughs> Santa's still real, but I don't think I remember finding out pretty young, but I was that kid that also kept up the gag so I could get more presents. Ah. Like I didn't tell my parents I knew Santa wasn't real. Like I kept the gag going as long as I could. Oh yeah. Tooth fairy, yeah, same thing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Easter bunny, tooth fairy, Santa, all the same thing. Smart, 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 smart. <laughs> Uh, oh, next question. What is the first book you remember really loving? Percy Jackson series. Ooh. It's easy to read. <laughs> um, I think mine's kind of a silly answer, but it's a picture book. Do you guys remember the book Chester? Like, it's like a big Yes! Cat. The oh. orange cat, right? I really loved that book. <laughs> oh, we have a question in the chat. Did you find out before your siblings? This is back to the Santa thing real quick. Ooh. Yes, question mark. Unsure about the timeline. I think no, my brother's older. I feel like he was, he figured it out before me. My sister and I were on the same page though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry, my, yes, keep going. <laughs> my, my sister and I are twins. So I feel like we were kind of on the same timeline. Mm. I still make my mom wait to put them out until Christmas morning. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, I don't, I, okay. I remember this book that I really loved that I was in all those like book clubs in elementary school, like Silver Birch and Red Maple. I don't know if you guys remember those. Yes. Um, so like I was the kid that like read all 10 books just for the certificate for completion. <laughs> but there's one that I don't remember what it was called. I just remember it was about like, it's like a Titanic sort of story. 
Um, there's a girl in a dress underwater on the cover. And then she was rich and went on a boat. Something Titanic-like. But that's like the first book I remember liking. Oh, I, I actually have a better answer than Chester. Do you remember those fairy books? Yes! Oh my god, what was it called? What was it called? It was my favorite. It was like blank the blank fairy. And yes. Like little, yeah. Those. I. That's my answer. I, I always sparkle or iridescent. Or iridescent yeah, yeah. 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 That was the best series. I feel like the the library always had that, and I'd always read them, and they were actually good. Like, uh, well, uh, but they were good <laughs> when I was reading them. <laughs> you have to search up your name. That's the tip. I thought there wouldn't be a Matilda one, but there is. I don't think there's I a Lena one. one. There's, I don't know if there's a Lena one. You never know, Lena. Also, I'm, I'm searching it up after this. <laughs> I'll update everyone. I'll update everyone. <laughs> My name is nowhere with a K, so <laughs> it's always the age. Okay, our last question. I feel like it's nice to like wrap this topic up. What is something you love about your best friend? It could be a quality or just like things you do together, anything. Something you admire about them? I would probably say a quality that I love about my best friend is how she always like finds the best in people. Like that's something that I kind of struggle with. I tend to be kind of cynical sometimes, but she always sees the good in people, like no matter what. Like she's so forgiving and like always sees the best in people. That's so that's sweet. Nice. What about I you, Christina? I would say that they are strong because they're resilient and able to get through anything more strong than they think. They, they've gotten through everything that's been, like they've been hit with so far and they're still going. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I think for me, I think how caring they are just to anyone they meet and um, they just show compassion all the time. And it's, I really look up to that. Um, so yeah, and we are over our time by you know, five <laughs> minutes. Thank you everyone for sticking around with us. And thank you so much, Matilda. You were such an amazing guest. We had such a fun time. Um, we always like to ask our guests, you know, any final words, any words of wisdom to wrap up this episode. It doesn't have to be related to friendship, but it can be anything you want to tell the listeners or the viewers. Well, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but thank you guys for having me. This has been a lot of fun. Um, I would say my final words of wisdom is something that my mom always tells me every time I go through friendship troubles, that friends come into your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And all of those friendships are valid and all of those friendships are good friendships in their own way. Oh, I love that. Yeah, your mom, your mom is definitely a wise person. I, I want to eat her mac and cheese, please. <laughs> um, also, I feel like I've heard that in like Justin Bieber lyrics. I swear, <laughs> listen to Lifetime by Justin Bieber. That whole line is in there, I swear. But anyway, is your mom Justin Bieber? Matilda's <laughs> <laughs> yes. mom is Justin Bieber. Or like writes writes songs for Justin Bieber. Um Anyways, we will wrap it up then. Um, and so make sure you, you know, follow our Twitch channel, um, follow our Spotify, wherever you listen to our podcasts on. Uh, and until next time, stay golden, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.